You know my favorite part about sushi? What's your favorite part? Is the, the rice has the grainy texture against your tongue. Uh-huh. And then when you get to the center of the meat, it's like you're sucking on a cold tongue of a fish. Oh, what? Ew. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just me? Just you. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought it was good. That sounds disgusting. But I do enjoy sushi as well. I know everyone thinks sushi is raw fish, but sushi actually comes in vegetarian flavors as well. So that's what I'm eating right now. Yes, vegan sushi. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. delicious. Enjoy your avocado roll. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> young man sitting across from me this is our cousin good hair heaven oh, <laughs> coco beware my brother Stephen knox welcome to the dinner table hey thank you i appreciate you having me here hey steve how's it going i'm good i'm chilling you know visiting visiting va for a little bit you know um guys threw me a birthday party out here so too bad I awesome. couldn't see you, Yanni, but, you know, I'm happy to be up here. So now I'm busting it up with you guys on your radio show. Well, happy to have you at the table. Sorry I missed the party. I was uh, double, triple booked. But, uh, yeah, but we're here now. We had to do a little something afterwards so we could all get together. So thank you for joining us at the table. The party was hot. It was like gorillas in a mist. <laughs> Black people everywhere. <laughs> And, and your first thought was, gorillas in the mist. That, that's the first thing that came to your mind? My first thought was, news anchors and how white people perceive us. <laughs> Speaking of gorillas. <laughs> Speaking of gorillas. Oh, gosh. Has a white person ever said something to you like that you felt culturally or racially insensitive? Oh, gosh, a number of times. But, but let's set the stage... For the listeners, in case somebody missed this story, I don't know okay. how you missed it, but maybe you missed it. So in Oklahoma, there was um, a new show, and they had two um, co-anchors on, and I think these folks have been working together for a couple years. White woman, her name is Alex Houston, I think, and black guy Jason Hackett, and they're reporting on a story about um, a gorilla at their local zoo. So they go through the story, and then at the end of the segment, <laughs> Alex turns to Jason and says. Gorilla kind of looks like you, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold up. Hold up. Now, I'm going to say something that we all thinking. I'm saying, the gorilla did look like him a little bit, though. I know she shouldn't have said it, but the gorilla looked like him a little bit. No, it (laughs) did not. No, it did not. Okay. Anyway, back to the story. Jason kind of uncomfortably giggles and says, yeah, kind of does, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and then they move on to the next story end scene okay so obviously this thing made its way through the interwebs like a fire in the amazon (laughs) and of course black twitter tore this woman a new one and it only took a day for her to have to get on the apology train 
or the teary-eyed apology? The apology train. So we're back here at the apology train. And of course, as we have seen time and time again, Mr. Jason Hackett climbed on the train with her to console yeah. her during her apology tour. Yeah, said he was her best friend or yeah. she was his best friend and all that jazz. Okay, so I want to ask both of you. <laughs> First, let's ask about her apology and how you feel about it. Then we'll go to his acceptance of it. But how do you feel about her apology? Wait, let's back up. How do you feel about his reaction on the air? His reaction was hilarious. <laughs> what, when she first said it? Not when she first said it, but when she when he first, when she first said it, he was like, oh, yeah, okay. But when they came back with the apology, if you just look at his face, <laughs> his face looked like he was ready to beat her ass. <laughs> There's this one still shot of him, like, biting his lip. That's what <laughs> he looked like was gonna say. he wants to go in. And every person, every black person knew that look. When you bite your bottom lip, you kind of got see a wrong. Wait, can, can I can I curse on this show? Or do I need to keep I'll it? I just it out. It's all good. <laughs> Bitch, I don't accept your apology. But go ahead, finish. That's what he, <laughs> that's what he looked like. But um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. That was hilarious. No, but I want to go back to like his initial reaction because a lot of people I've seen people arguing about whether or not they support him because of his reaction. Like when he said, "Yeah, kind of does," and just kind of laughed it off. So some people are like, after he said that, they just don't support him anymore. And then other oh, I people, I, I mean, I don't buy that because I feel like for you to be on air, and even if it's like yeah. local TV, like once you're on the air, it becomes an international story. Like everyone's watching, it's recorded and can be like sent everywhere at any time. That is a hard position to be in when somebody like insults you like that. And then you're right. like the black guy who everyone is already like, you know, waiting to See, be the gorilla. Uh, black, but black people have a, black people have this myth. They yeah. have this, I wish a nigga would myth. <laughs> That every time something happens, I wish a nigga would do that to me, man. I would, man, I would have told him this, and it's like, man, when you really caught up in the moment, sometimes you be like, oh, word, okay, uh, and then afterwards it sinks in, you know. It's hard to respond in the moment because I've been there yeah. where people say and do something, and you're like, especially when you're the only black person around, and you're just like, uh. Yeah, you can't have a nigga moment on live TV. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And when you're like in a professional setting like that, like right. sometimes you have like an autopilot response. Like, yes. you know? Yeah. And that's what it sounded like. She said what she said. He was like, oh, yeah, it kind of does. It's probably just like his natural, like, he's supposed to be sharp and quick, you know? Right. right. On air. So he can't be like, wait, what? What? <laughs> 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 have you say to me? That would have been funnier, but that his reaction, though, hilarious. with the biting lip on the. On the <laughs> when they came back. Man, I, I watched that like 10 times. I didn't care about her crying. I was looking at his face like, this dude is so over this woman right now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, my thing is like, you know, that's, I think it's real irresponsible of her. Right. You know, just, I mean, come on now. It's 2019. You right. know you can't compare a black person to an ape. <laughs> you can't. It's like, um, you know, you ever hear this game called Gears of War? Yeah, yeah, of course. Right, so it's yeah. a game on Xbox called Gears of War, right? And mm -hmm. it's coming out in like a few days. Now, there's nothing racial about this, but this is what I'm talking about, though. So they're selling like merchandise to promote the new game. And uh, it's this clothing company called Bathing Apes, right? So the shirt, you know, has the Gears of War logo and it says Ape On. And all the black people are like, I'm not getting that shirt. You know? <laughs> like, I'm not buying this hoodie. It looks dope, but you got, you got to remove those words. And I get it. Like, so any white person who doesn't know that, 
by now you gotta live under a rock or you just don't care. Right. You know? Right. Okay, here's, here's a question for you guys. Okay. Do you think her apology is enough or should she be fired? There's some Jeopardy music up in here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, do I accept her apology? Not really. I mean, she okay. said what she said. Like, like you said, either she doesn't, either she's living under a rock or she just doesn't care. She is apologizing because she got a lot of flack about it. I just can't believe in this day right. and age, someone who like works in media would be so unaware that they would say something like that. I can see if she was like some stay-at-home mom from like the Appalachians that had never interacted with people and only had like network television. I mean, this woman should be more aware and informed. So I just, it's hard for me to pretend like she was just so unaware and like, oh yeah, I accept your apology. I, I don't know. Well, should she be fired? I, I mean, at this point, uh, to me, there's so many pressing issues that are going on in the world that I, I don't get is worked up over stuff like this. Uh, I think I think when she said it, she was genuine that she really thought the ape looked like him. Like, I'm dead, like, like, really, like, the ape kind of looked like him. God, that ape did not look like that man. I don't think I don't think it did. But I think when she said it. She was just like, yeah, it kind of looks like you. Huh? I don't think she was sorry and felt like, oh, I know this is wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. But I think she's only sorry because she got scolded for it. Right. Like, you know, like she's like, oh, wow, am I going to really? Like, she's probably some little chick who never really got in trouble for anything like that, you know, like yeah. a little yeah. volley girl or something. Now we're getting know? somewhere. See, yeah. that's what right. I think, though. I don't think that her intention was malicious. I think she was saying. a clueless white person. And there are a lot of clueless white people. The CWs. Mm. That's what I like to call them. The CWs <laughs> walk around and they say dumb things all the time and then be like, yeah. I don't know why I got punched in the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, you can't be calling black people apes and stuff. Everybody knows. Right. You would think everybody knows that. But I work with a lot of white people. I've talked to white people. I talked to a white person one time. We were talking about blackface. And they were like, well, I mean, in the 80s, it really wasn't a problem. I'm like, yes, it was. You yeah. cannot dress in blackface in the 80s. And she was like, well, where I was from, I mean, like, you know, some of my friends did it. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, of course you didn't. You're white. Right. No, you're <laughs> that's, right. That's... There, there is a lot. There are a lot of clueless white people out here. There's this story that mom told me one time where she was like working for this white woman. And this white woman went on vacation and she had stayed in this like restored slave cabin. So she comes back to mom after this vacation, after spending time on the plantation and stuff and told mom, you know, after staying in the, uh, that slave cabin overnight, I realized slavery wasn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> mom should have, because mom is good with it. She should have took, took her strap and just whipped her one time with the belt. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, like, are you this. kidding right. me? <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, the clueless white. Well, so what do you do with the clueless white people? They're the C dubs, man. You just you educate them. I don't because I really think that hers was clueless. I don't think she should be fired. She mm -hmm. went and did the apology. Right. Uh, you know, I think at the same time it's two things, man. You got to call people out when they're doing something malicious and trying to be a smart aleck about it. Right. But then you got people who like, look, they got to learn from their mistakes. They got embarrassed, whatever. Like this is your this is your warning. Okay. You do it again, you're done. You know what I'm saying? I but can see that. I think we're we're very much in a culture where it's like somebody did something wrong, fire him, bury mm -hmm. him, dismiss him. And I'm like, you know, that's not always the answer to everything. She played herself, she looked like an idiot, she's she all over the herself. internet. <laughs> I think that's punishment enough, you know? Me okay. Personally. All right, so now I can I can 
didn't actually meet you there with that. I, I, can, I can see that. Do you think that we have to sit on the apology train and console people while they're sitting there crying? No. <laughs> no. That's what kills me. I'm like, go ahead, do your apology. I'm not sitting there next to you. Rubbing you on the shoulder. Well, I, I love I love the fact that he sat there with the mean face <laughs> next to him. Yeah. He just, the mean mug. The mean mug was priceless. He said too much afterwards. Uh -huh. He should have been like, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Now on to our next subject. You know what <laughs> I mean? Just like, make her, let right. us do in that for a bit, man. Yes. You know? Yes. I think that's where he messed up at. Yeah. No, I'm going I'm to add something, though. Yeah. All right. You know how, um, are you talking about, everybody knows that, like, well, most people should know that calling like a black, comparing a black person to an ape is wrong. Okay, and, and you know that wearing blackface is wrong by now, right? But you I still talk to, yeah, yeah, but I still talk to certain people, and they're like, but I, I don't really understand it, because when black people dress like white people, like nobody gets offended, you know? Like they did this movie, White Chicks, and then, and remember back in the day when yeah. Eddie Murphy uh, dressed up like a white person and went yeah. on, uh, on that was drum. dope. Yes, yeah. 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 But there's a difference, though. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it, and, and I try to explain, like, I think the difference is when you're in disguise, that's one thing. When you're making fun of somebody else's color, that's like, you know what I mean? You're making fun of... You're mocking. Their, yeah. yeah, it's like, yes, yeah, <clears throat> to make a mockery of it is a little right. different. Like, you know... Yes. Well, this is another thing, man. White, white, white people... Okay, I get it. Okay, don't... They, they, black people put paint on their face and pretend they're white. White people put paint on their face and pretend they're black. But white people don't just pretend they're black. They make themselves look like a monkey or a monkey or something, <laughs> and then be like, "Hey, boss, how you doing? Oh, oh, hey, what's up, my nigga? How you doing?" They go so over the top with it right. that you just be like, "Damn, dude, that's how you think I look." <laughs> I mean, look, go back to Scrubby Mama with a boogie boogie beat. Right. Go back to any minstrel show. I'm like, what you're doing is way over the top of what yeah. anybody else is doing. Right. Okay. And I have honestly never seen a white, a black person put on. White face as people are, I mean, this is just a made up right. term at this point. There's no such thing as white face. But I've never seen people, black people, put on white face and just mock and ridicule white people. Like, right. make fun of their their features, make fun of their mm -hmm. hair. Like you said, do a whole, like, Sambo routine. I, we don't do that. That's and not what we the do. Saki, before the sake gets to the table, I want to say one more thing. Right. <laughs> I, no offense, white people. I like some of y'all. But... <laughs> White people are the only ones who are looking for an excuse of why they can't be racist anymore. <laughs> they are so upset by that. They try everything. Well, why can't I be racist? You did this. Shut up. <laughs> and here's our drink. Harmony side by side on my piano keyboard. here in this delicious sushi restaurant having a little Asian food That's right. okay <laughs> <Saki Bob. laughs> little edamame some sushi rolls um, you know this country one of the awesome things I think about this country is that we have so many people here from so many different um, places bringing their cultures their cuisine their languages I think that's a beautiful thing I think it makes our, our country great I agree do you feel like 
lately we're trying to like ring out the country so the only thing that's left is that like white rag America! <laughs> ring out uh, ring out all the water ring out all the flavor ring out everything the only thing that's left is yeah, like the cleaning rag <laughs> yeah they don't want no seasoning yeah no seasoning so i you know recently the agent orange administration um has passed this policy that they are um ending like natural birthright citizenship for the children of some military personnel who are like working outside of the U.S. like if their children are born outside of the U.S. you know these are people who are not natural born citizens who are either naturalized or on the path to citizenship and um so let's get this straight real quick so if you're serving in the military and you're serving in Uganda yeah right Mm -hmm. and you meet an Ugandan woman Mm -hmm. Fat ass, oh nice shape, you know what I'm saying? All, all the trimmings. Uh-huh. And you have a baby with her. Your baby, even though you're serving the United States military, is not a U.S. citizen. If if you're not a natural born citizen, like if you're naturalized or if you're like on... Because there are people who are serving in the military who are not yet citizens. They're like, you know, on their way, on a legal path to citizenship through a number okay. of different channels. But you can still... At, you know, before you get full citizenship, you can still serve in the military. So we have a number of people who are in the military who are not full citizens. And so for okay. these individuals, they are serving overseas, serving the country, and their children are not considered natural-born natural born citizens if they're not born in the U.S. So they're, still, so they're basically, basically treating people as second-class citizens. Absolutely. Now, they can apply for citizenship, but, of course, there's going to be hurdles and loops and stuff they have to jump through. So, you can go and you can fight for the country. You can die for right. the country. But you are still not yes. a citizen. Yeah, you're not a full... You do not receive the full benefits of citizenship. One of those being your children are citizens. And it's... <laughs> It's so troubling on so many fronts. I, I just feel like we're on this path to like stripping people of citizenship. And I'm like, where does it end? Because I feel like these, like they're finding cracks in the seams right now to yeah. see like who, well, that's who what it is. we exclude. Most of this affects, of course, Latino people who have come here through different channels and have yeah. like joined the military, you know, for various reasons, economic reasons or, you know, education reasons, whatever. Um, or just to serve the country because they feel compelled to do so. Um, yeah. But I feel like this administration and those in power are just looking for opportunities to see, like, how can we strip or deny people citizenship? And I'm like, where does this end? It goes pretty far. Now, we, we've talked about it before yeah. and, like, we had a disagreement. Yes, we did. But this is with, what I was the, talking about. With the about. Taliban the girl. Slip, the slippery well, slope. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it's not. I don't think this is part of the slippery slope okay. because the last girl went and joined ISIS. <laughs> Lost the battle and then was like, yo, can I come back to America? <laughs> and they were like, no, you can't come back. Like, I agree. That's the one thing I agree with him and on. And I'm, I'm still like, no. Yeah, no, nah, you can't. No. No, nah, she can't come back. She, no, she's a, she's part of ISIS now. You joined the other side, man. You know what I mean? I don't think you can take people you, you can't. Anyway. You can't join the Golden State Warriors and then when they meet the finals against Toronto Raptors and they lose and be like, okay, I just want to go back to Toronto real quick because, <laughs> you know, this side looks like they're going to win. So wait, you have to be a citizen in order to fight in the armed forces anyway, right? No, you don't no? have to be a citizen. I think you just have to have, like, legal residency. And you're saying if they go over there and have a child, they'll lose their citizenship? So... I mean, not citizenship, their residence. I think you have to be a resident to join the armed right. forces. But 
So what were you saying about like if they go and have a child like in another country while they're serving? Yeah, so like if you are a resident and you, you know, you're a legal resident, you're on the path to citizenship, you can join the you can join the military and then, you know, you can't control where you go once you join. So you could be stationed in Iraq for four years mm-hmm. and while you're over there maybe you you know get married you have a child maybe to another military person or a, to a local person or you know whoever you get married you have a child mm-hmm. you're on the path to citizenship and you're you know working the, working the system and working your channels but your children are not now considered like natural born citizens like if they if these individuals lived in the u.s like were serving and then lived in the u.s their children being born on u.s soil will be considered citizens but since they were born on what's considered like non-U.S. soil, even though they're serving the military, now they're not considered citizens. They're not considered natural-born citizens. So they have to come back and apply for citizenship for their children. Their, their, their children won't be considered natural-born citizens. Oh. Natural-born citizens. See, I think there's a couple. Of, I think there's a couple of things wrong with that. I, say, I think first of all, if you join the military and serve the military, you should automatically be, get your citizenship. I agree. That's what I would think. You yeah. know, you're fighting for the country. You're willing to die for the country. You should automatically become a citizen. Yep. So that's a, that's something they should have worked out a long time ago. But now, of course, Trump is going to exploit that factor that it's a loophole in the system. I think after that, though, if you're fighting for the country, and I think you should be a citizen. I think no matter where you have a kid, if you're still a United States citizen or fighting for the country, that kid should automatically get citizenship. I mean, I agree. Yeah. That's how it used to be. They give you that... They give you like a quiz and stuff, I think, too, when you're going for like citizenship. Yeah. Like they ask you questions that I don't even know the oh, answer of course. to. Some of yeah, them. yeah. People have to study. You know? Yeah. But I mean, I guess that's to show that you are into America, whatever it's supposed to show. But if anybody deserves citizenship, it's a person that's fighting and going to die for your country. Right. You know? Yeah. It seems like a no brainer. Yeah. And to even take the time to like sit and have your people draft this policy. Is such an affront to like the people who are serving in the military, especially because these these are the same people who are screaming about you know Kaepernick and people taking a knee and they're being disrespectful to the people serving our country. Yet they yeah. sat down and tried to find a loophole to deny service men and women deny citizenship to their children. And even if it's a small number of people right now, like what is it going to be later? You know, I just I I'm baffled that anyone would even support a policy like this. Well, you know, I think that um, this is this is the uh, the brownout. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm not going to say the blackout. I'm going to say the brownout right. because it goes all across the different shades of brown right. in the country. And it all started, I'm, again, I think this guy has a lot of support because it's the backlash against Barack Obama. Yeah. They wanted their white president. Uh, he's an extremist. and But he's taking out everybody. You already got the Negroes where you want them. Let's keep the Spanish folks out of here until we need them to build some more stuff for us. You know what I mean? And then, I mean, everybody, I mean, he, he's going through each one. He had the Muslims for a while. Yeah. Then he, he had the Spanish people. He's always got a problem with black people. Right. You know? And so it's, I'm not surprised by it. Um, but I just think it's crazy, man. I think it's crazy that that was still like a thing that you could be in the military and not be a full citizen. That. To me, that just isn't right in itself. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, it is. <laughs> you know? It is what it is, so. It is what it is. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I, what I would recommend to all my Latino brothers and everybody else who are here and serving in the military, don't fucking join. <laughs> what the hell are you going to join the military for if they ain't going to let you be a citizen? I mean, you might get shot. 
you might be getting off the daggone helicopter and right. get shot in the ass. Right. You know what I mean? And you're still going to come back and be like, oh, I'm sorry. You got to go back to Guatemala, dude. You know, but thank you. Hell no. Don't yeah. join. What are you thinking? No, it's, it's a crazy question. I mean, even for those of us who, like, like our family, we, we have a lot of ties to the military in our family going back, you know, 100 years. Our uncles totally. and grandparents and stuff have spent time in the military. And so you just always ask the question, if you're treated as a second-class citizen by this country, then why do you volunteer to serve in the military? And, I mean, I respect people for doing it. I, I can't say I do it, but it's, I feel like we as brown people, like you said, this goes beyond, like, African-Americans. We as brown people have tried to do everything that we can to prove, like, our loyalty to this country. And we just keep getting spit in the face. And I feel like that's what well, this is, is, a big spit in the face. It's a total spit in the face, but it's nothing new. No. Understand that in, in what was it, World War II, when they were fighting the Germans and they caught German soldiers, they would have, in the, in the mess hall, they would still eat with the German soldiers, but the black soldiers still had to eat in a different place. Yeah. America's always practiced second-class citizenship. Yeah. They, even at the border, breaking up the family, I mean, that's nothing but, that's nothing but uh, Willie Lynch, how to break a slave. Oh, Separate yeah. the family. They're, they're practicing the same thing that they've practiced for hundreds of years, so don't, don't fool yourself. And for all my clueless white friends, like I said before in the first segment, who just don't understand the history, the C-dubs, you know, don't fool yourself in believing that this is something brand new. Yeah. This is old methods that they're using. Yeah. That should have been changed a long time ago. And there shouldn't have been a loophole for them, but there is. And now they're exploiting it. Yeah, that so. you raise an excellent point about the separation of families. And that's at the core. That's, I feel like, what it comes down to is just, like, putting somebody, putting people's families in jeopardy like you you as a family unit might not be able to to have like citizenship and stay together in the u.s and um one of my favorite junior congresswomen ayana presley not only because we share a name but because she's awesome <laughs> um <laughs> she was on daily show recently and she actually um had touched on that and she one of the things she said was the most effective tool to oppress the people is to separate families and I feel like wherever this administration can do that, that's what they're trying to do. Let's separate families as much as possible. Let's find every loophole. Let's find every kink to where we can, like, cause, like, drive a wedge between families. But they're only doing it to brown people. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah, I think we need to remain vigilant and be aware. I, I think the bottom line is they don't really care about brown families. Like, seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they really don't care. Like, you know, if, if someone's separated from their children or their children need their parents, they, I don't think they really care because they know that situation's not going to really befall the people who, uh, let's say, remind them of themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so, I don't know. Country's pretty twisted. It is twisted. People are twisted. And, and I just want to say one more thing before I order my dessert here, man. There is a family, probably a few of them. There's a black family. This guy has his kids. And his wife all in Make America Great Again hats. And, you know, black people, these kind of black people love to post this on Twitter like, oh, yeah, Trump is really racist and shows his family. And then white people get on, I salute you, sir. You're a proud American. <laughs> right. But, and I'm like, and he was like, is Trump racist? I was like, yes, but the whole point is that you're an idiot. That's all it is. And you made your kids look like idiots. I have no sympathy for you. I hate to be so one-sided. But if you are a person of color and you support Trump after... The uh, Central Park Five. Yeah. You know, after what he said about uh, Spanish people and, and black people and all these other people being from S-hole countries, you know, 
uh, after saying like, well, why can't we have more people like from Norway come to our country? If you still think right. that he represents your black ass, I'm not going to argue with you and question whether you think he's racist or not. I'm just going to say, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And there's really no reason to argue with idiots. That's something I've no. learned. No. So, but anything else? One other thing, he's coming for you. Yeah. So you know, that's another uh. thing you need to keep in mind. He's coming for you. You are yes. next, yeah. if not next. You might be three down, but you're on the list. I want to mention something about Trump supporters, though, if you have time. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, so I have a lot of friends that are like in the, like the truther community or whatever on Facebook, and they think this dude's like a hero. Like, and they were like, no, he's not racist. What makes you think he's racist? And they'll bring up like all these things and like every good thing that's happening in the news, they think Trump is responsible for, wow. right? Like, uh, you know, the guy, the guy Epstein that just got, mm -hmm. um, yeah. they think that Trump, like they, seriously, they think that Trump uh, the whole time was plotting to expose Epstein and he's the one exposing the pedophile ring, right? Wow. Yeah, yeah and they're like, yeah, Trump did that because uh, remember he had that little, uh, slip up when he said something about they took over the airports or something like that you, you know what i'm talking about it was like oh what was he saying he was he was talking about like a historical fact mm -hmm. oh saying yeah that like yeah a, we took over some airports but there were no it airports was like the revolutionary like war that. or something that he was talking about yeah. yes <laughs> yeah yeah right right so it was just like total totally ridiculous right so when epstein got a uh, when they arrested him at the airport they were like oh that was trump's message to let people know that he was to be captured at the airport. Oh my God, these people are insane. Yo, and they really believe it. And these are people who are like hardcore truthers. Though. I'm not even talking about the people who you think are just like, like kind of unintelligent. Like these are what you would consider to be intelligent people. No, I actually no, wouldn't consider them to be intelligent. To be intelligent. No, no, I, no, I mean, like, I, I'm talking, I'm, 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 I'm I would like to hear, I would like to hear what they say on just other basic issues like of science and math and society like i'm sure like once i heard them talk i'd be like wow you are uninformed and unintelligent right i mean, I mean intelligent profession wise not intelligent like oh man you're really smart you mm -hmm. know i mean like we were talking about like you know maybe doctors or whatever yeah. like you know well that's what's frightening i mean ben like, carson was a doctor yeah that's sure. what's frightening is that like people who are like <laughs> and doctors and lawyers <laughs> and like political fit people in positions of power and authority who think like this this was so frightening because it's like i don't want like you in charge of my medical care or legal decisions or anything it's just like because clearly you don't think with any sort of reason or logic you don't value or embrace facts um it's like yeah. how are you in a position of authority or power that that is actually very frightening yeah well yeah huh. well i want some mango sticky rice uh, sticky rice the I do like mango though. Man, you gotta have it. Man, mango sticky rice, man, with the, the, the coconut stuff. I, I do man, like all bad. of that. I'm gonna order three of them. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll try it. All right.
it's not bad. It's pretty good. No, it's a, it's a texture thing I have for like sticky rice. Like I like the flavor, but the, I don't yeah. know. I don't like grainy sweet stuff. So it's the texture thing, but that wasn't so bad. Good choice. Good choice. Glad you enjoyed it. Glad yeah. you enjoyed it. So what did we learn today? CWs. Clueless <laughs> <laughs> white people. Stop calling us apes. Please don't call us apes. Stop saying, wow, I couldn't even see you until you smiled. It's so dark in here. Don't do that anymore. That deserves a slap. Yeah, that happened to me. I was ready to punch that kid in the face. I was like, man, shut up. Oh, um, God. Stop yeah. saying, oh, you're the color of poo. That's old. It's corny. It's old. Please do not ridicule us for our skin color or our hair texture or our physical features. Just don't, yeah, don't touch don't our do hair. It. Don't touch our hair. Yeah. That's a big one. I mean, so, y'all hair. I anyway. don't have any. Well, yeah, I have some. And please keep your little fingers out my hair. I think, I think that's so. the extremity of racism I ever uh, witnessed was just, it's, I, mean, I guess you can't even call it racism. It's just like uh, clueless white people, like you said. Like in Roman Catholic, I got that a lot. Like I used to wear Afro, remember? And he'd yeah. be like, hey, Knox, can I touch your fro? I'm like, what, man? Get away from me. Yeah. Did you, I mean, did you like, wash you know, your like, hands? <laughs> <laughs> like you're an exhibit in a petting zoo. That's right. what it feels like. It's strange. Yeah. It's strange. It's strange. It don't, don't, yeah. Roll but, back. Um, yeah. And then, and then for Trump, for Trumpers, I'm, look, I'm just going to say this again. So all my brown and Latino people, until they change the law, if you are joining the military, you should be an automatic citizen. If you can pass the test to get in the military or whatever, mm-hmm. you be an automatic citizen. You're going, you're willing to die for the damn country. I'm not. I'm going to be straight up. Right. I'm not dying for any of you I'm y'all. not going. I'm not <laughs> <Right>. going. <laughs> now, if you show up here on my street, then maybe yeah. I'll fight. Yeah. But- I'm not going. Well, talking to so, me like, man, you got to go over to Iraq and we got to go through some caves and seek some people out. Hell no, I ain't doing it's that. It's going to be a hard pass. Man, <laughs> a hard pass. Unless Congress is coming with me. Y'all all about it. Well, you put your backpack on too. We jumping out this plane together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, brown people, uh, come on now. Like, pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, man. We got we to stop letting them shape the rules to the point that we have no say in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or that you know we we need to we need to stand together also because honestly we're all on the list. You You're might right. not be at the top of the list. You might be a little bit further down the list, but we're all on the list. And anything that is put into motion to disrupt people's families, you have to ask the bigger question about what the motivation is behind that. So, it's true. Um, but if yeah, you join ISIS, families, hmm? if you join ISIS, <laughs> I'm not on your side, man. You can't come back being like, "Yo, man, that was my bad. I thought we were gonna win, but can I come back well, home?" No, you about cannot. Earlier in the year, we did. Okay, I'm done. I'm not gonna talk about it. You can't take people's citizenship, point blank, period. Steve, what restaurant? <laughs> Oh, oh yeah! Can I, I can give, uh, give, give us a restaurant yeah, recommendation? Go to a new restaurant. Yeah, Philly, re- uh, Philly, Philly restaurant. recommendation. Okay, Philly so recommendation. People, you know what? What, what cheesesteak stores do you hear about when they talk about like, oh, when you go to Philly, I want a cheesesteak? Gino's, Gino's, that's what everybody. Gino's, yeah. Max's, whatever. Tony Luke's. Ma- Max is pretty good, but just, just forget about that for a second. I need you to go to a place. Mm-hmm. Called Gooey Louis. Gooey Louis. In South okay. Philadelphia. Oh my God. Now, okay. usually, you know, when you get a cheesesteak, they wrap it in like this, like little thin, you know, shiny, like yeah. foot. Gooey Louis mm-hmm. gives you like hardcore Reynolds wrap, Reynolds foil paper, <laughs> Reynolds foil paper, right? Because that, the holding the gooeyness of the cheesesteak. Okay. 
No, he's right. Because I've been there before. And mm-hmm. let me tell you something. This cheesesteak was so big and perfect. It was like I had an out-of-body experience. I died. I went to heaven. I saw the light. My cell split in two. And I was in a parallel universe made of Flavor Town. And I ate the cheesesteak and I came back and I cried. One tear of joy. It was beautiful, man. That was an amazing cheesesteak. Oh, my God. Okay, so it sent you to a whole other realm of you existence. You got to have it, even if you're vegetarian. Put it aside for one well, day. Well, You're going to have the runs do, afterwards. Do they, Big doo-doos. Do they cater? Oh, God. <laughs> you know what? No. Gross. No, one second. Do they cater to the vegetarian? They might, though. They might. I, I, I would say no at first, but when I think about it, they do make hoagies, but I never go there for a hoagie. Um, so they okay. might make some, like, really good vegetarian hoagies, which is, like, I mean. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to check it out. Because one thing, let me give a shout out to Ed's because I used to get these vegetarian hoodies from Ed's. When I used to go home to Philly, like when my plane landed, I would call Ed's and order a hoagie. And then oh. <laughs> once I got my rental car, I would go by and pick it up every single time. They like have all these fresh vegetables that they like chop up and grill and everything. And then they put it in this like delicious hoagie roll with the provolone cheese. It's like the best thing I've ever had in my life. I swear, you can you can just you know buy what would be better than meat. that? It's just a little <laughs> bit of turkey inside of it. <laughs> no, it's not meat. It's turkey. It was perfect. It was perfect by itself. Veggie hoagie. I mean, it was amazing. Okay. All right. So shout out to Ed's too. Shout out to Ed's. Their cheesesteaks are trash, but their hoagies are pretty good. Hoagie was delicious. And next time I come back, I'll have another recommendation for y'all. And you better have a cheese stick. Awesome. Because <laughs> we like to eat and talk about eating. So Good. thank you very much. I, 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 I want to say to everybody, because I, I know we're always, we're always at the table, but we're not fat asses. We, <laughs> 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 we're talking about food a lot, but we're not. We, we take care of ourselves, you know? So, oh, But God. we do cheat. We, just in, we enjoy food. Yeah, yeah cheese stick every now and, and then. Cheat. Every now and then. Right. Yeah. Right. There you go. All right. Bon appetit. Good seeing everybody. Back to my Asian food. Who's got the bill? All right. Uh, the guest. No. Awesome. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Yanni, you, you, uh, you're the scientist. I know you, your paycheck is nice. <laughs> Teachers don't make a lot of money. <laughs> you know how to cure Ebola. <laughs> you got, <laughs> the bill is yours. No, this one's on me. Right. My treat. My treat. Awesome. Till next time. <laughs> See y'all. Far. We've been traveling far.